Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. Hi, this is Johnny and welcome to this Coach House Beacon. Can you imagine going through life entirely on your own steam? Think about how many things we need to even begin get going in life. First of all, we require other people to make us and then consistently look after us at their enormous inconvenience for a very long period of time. Alongside that, we also need constant input from teachers and guides and other people to develop more abstract skills in school or work and friends and peers who, who we enjoy and grow our social skills with. Next, think of all the things that naturally limit us. Even our environments and backgrounds filter the sources of knowledge we encounter, whether it be certain sports, musical instruments or other hobbies. Like Cool Running suggests, you're unlikely to win an Olympic gold in the bobsleigh if you grow up somewhere without snow, ice and the prevalence of that sport. We have personal limitations too, and we realise this as we get older. I have the right physique for running, but I'm rubbish at heavy lifting. I'm too long and bendy. I know I love music, but I'm also pretty sure I won't progress beyond playing a few basic chords on the guitar because my mind isn't naturally wired that way. I could become a heavy lifter, I guess, if I ate massively more than someone else. And if I dedicated all my time to it at the sacrifice of many other things, I could become a good guitar player too. We all have things we gravitate towards and other things that we can only force ourselves towards. Even art, which I enjoy creating, is not purely self-imagined and self-created. My images can often look original, but there's always a reason why I start with my pencil in a certain position and move it in a certain way and assume, as I begin drawing, the shape of the thing I'm going to draw. Chances are I've seen it elsewhere. I've caught sight of it in Lord of the Rings, a game I played, or even a shading style I took a glance towards on a random drawing. Wherever we find ourselves, we are a jumbled mixture of people with all sorts of talents and gifts. The church is no different. Secondly, whatever our abilities, we have to admit our immediate reliance on the people around us for survival, growth and development as human beings. We are never as independent as we think. So take a look at Proverbs 24 verse 5 to 6. It says this, The wise prevail through great power, and those who have knowledge muster their strength. Surely you need guidance to wage war, and victory is won with, with many advisers. This isn't often the emphasis in tales about typical heroes. I find films of unstoppable, unstoppably powerful protagonists very interesting. They have a solution to every problem, they can win any contest, they have absolutely mastered their skills, or a combination of the above. They stand out and apart from everyone else. People like Achilles in Troy or Superman. Media like this skews our views of view of things because it focuses on the most exciting and visible parts of the story. Even stories that focus on a hero's development, like Rocky, show a training montage which would have taken weeks and months to perfect in a true timescale. Think about the collective effort involved in victory based on these verses from Proverbs. The first bit is not controversial, the wise prevail through great power. But look at how they acquire that power as you read on. They muster their strength. In other words, they bring their strength together with others to achieve victory. Verse 6 is explanatory. The strength of the wise is based upon having many advisers and guidance to wage their battles. 
Pulling in each of our unique skills and perspectives to achieve any goal will help us to cover each other's blind spots, weaknesses and lack of experience. This note of wisdom applies universally to all sorts of situations, but I think it's pertinent to mention how it connects to spiritual warfare. Before I do that, I think there are two parts of scripture I'd like to mention to give you a fuller view of the subject. First of all is 1 Corinthians 12, which goes into great detail about how believers complement each other with their different gifts given by God, working together for the same purpose. Secondly is Ephesians 6 verse 10 to 20, which begins by saying this, Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armour of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Before going on to outline how we gear up to face demonic opposition. The Apostle Paul then applies this more generally in 2 Corinthians 10 verse 3 to 5 to describe Christians in battle against slander, arguments and personal struggles. Like in verse 5 which says this, We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God and we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. Daily, we face opposition from the world, the flesh and the devil, which is one neat way to summarise it. The world includes cultural and societal forces that push us away from Jesus. The flesh is our human desires which tempt us to just go our own way, and the devil who actively tries to trip us up and prevent us from following Jesus. These are battles which we cannot face alone and cut off from others. We must hear the advice of other Christians and guidance that is wiser than our own or even guidance that isn't quite as wise, because actually we need to engage with other people and we need to understand that our perspectives aren't the only ones out there and we need to be able to think them through and sharpen each other and improve each other's perspectives. And we can contribute to others just as they can contribute to us. We fight the same fight to follow Jesus more closely and make him known throughout the world. So I'm going to end here with three encouragements and one application. First of all, God says that he will never leave you or forsake you. This is said first in Deuteronomy 31.6 and then it's echoed much later in Hebrews 13 verse 5. As Christians, we are never cut off from God. We are never in absolute isolation from him, however we feel. Secondly, nothing can separate us from the love of God. This is primarily echoed in Romans 8.37-39. Whatever happens, God shows his love to us through Jesus, and that will never change. Number three, God is mighty. Ephesians 6 verse 12 tells us to be strong in God's power. We win only because he is with us and by relying on him. He's not weak, and he knows exactly how to help us as we gear up for the fight. Finally, number four, seek out Christians whom you can help and be helped by. We will never find the perfect people who give us 100% perfect advice or help. However, we are called to encourage one another and bear each other's burdens as we follow Jesus. You can help another person to follow Jesus and they can help you as you both rely on God to help you both. Um, God is the only one who can make that succeed and can lead us and make us into the people that we need to be and the people that he always has wanted us to be and that's all within God's power to shape us to do that as we try and do it together so let me just pray God thank you that you know where you've placed each of us and thank you for equipping us to serve and help each other I pray that you'd help us just to trust and rely on you as we go through life together and Lord God that you'd help us to see those who are struggling 
and give what we can of ourselves to help them grow. And Lord, to receive advice and wisdom and guidance as we fight to grow in the faith and to share your gospel with others. Lord Jesus, you are powerful and able to accomplish this in our lives and in the lives of all others who follow you as well. So we commit these things to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Coach House Beacons, the Coach House Church Daily Devotional. To find out more, join us on Facebook, Instagram, or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org.